Hello and welcome to Liz Eats Local, a podcast about the people behind Manchester's best food. It's episode three and we are still in lockdown. I can't tell you how much I miss going to restaurants from studying the menu a week in advance to that feeling of being so full you think you might have to be rolled into your taxi home. There is light at the end of the tunnel now and from the 12th of April, Manchester's food scene will come back to life. And at the top of my list of restaurants to visit is Salvi's. The family-run business has a number of Italian restaurants in the city as well as a fantastic deli. Their food cannot be underestimated. Every time I go there, I'm in food heaven. It's like a little hour-long holiday to Italy and it was through Salvi's I discovered my love of cannoli. Maurizio started Salvi's 10 years ago and yes, I have been speaking to him, but the star of the show today is his 12-year-old daughter, Sienna. She's already a brilliant cook and during lockdown number one, she shared her passion and talent through live video tutorials teaching us how to make Salvi's classic dishes. So, here's episode three Sienna Maurizio and a pasta making tutorial. Hi Sienna. Hi. How are you? Good thank you. You look very prepared to make pasta I'm very impressed. Hello. Nice to meet you. I've I've probably met you at one of um, the restaurants before I go to uh, Salvi's quite a lot. I'm sure you did yeah. Well what I'll get you to do first Sienna do you want to just tell me a bit about yourself and a bit about your family really and and a bit about Salvi's? So I'm I was 12 this year. (laughs) Um, I really started cooking when I was about four and I started learning how to make pasta and that was definitely one of my first dishes and then one of my favorite dishes that I like to make is meatballs because that's the one of again the first dishes that I've learned and it's really easy to make and I just like teaching people how how to do it because people think it's a lot more complicated like fresh pasta it's flour and water you don't need any olive oil any seasoning it's just flour and water so I just want to get the point across that anybody can do it no matter what age you are so you could do it from being three four to being an adult a lot of people don't make pasta for the first time until they're adults so clearly you've had a big input from your family when it comes to getting you into food of course there's the deli and the restaurants as well how big of a of a role does food play in your family it's massive Everything, going, Everything around food, it just it? revolves around food, yeah. Making it together as well, it's such a family thing that you do. Yeah. So we do, we always do it together. It's always so much more fun, isn't it, when you're cooking with other yes. people. And um, I mean, for me personally, when I was a lot younger, this is really embarrassing, but I never even had pasta with any sauce on until I was 10. That's how picky I was with food. <laughs> really, really boring, flavourless stuff. Did you have much of a choice about being picky with what you no. you know wanted to eat i'd eat absolutely anything <laughs> like parmigiana meatballs lasagna pasta with any sauce octopus More i'd sauce, eat clams. pretty much everything <laughs> <laughs> you must have the best pack lunches if you come to school you know other people have got their very plain sandwiches maybe an apple a chocolate bar are you coming in with bowls of yeah. delicious meatballs <laughs> <laughs> Everyone must be very, very jealous of you. Yeah, I come I come in with all sorts. Everything, like pasta, I make it in the morning and put it in my flask for lunch. It's nice. You know, like little cannolis, the cakes. It's a bit of a, it's different than just having a sandwich. I always find as well, when I make something nice for my lunch, for, for work, 
it really helps me through the day. Food is such a boost, isn't it, for you? Mood. He's mentioned that food is just such a massive part of your family life. Can you talk a bit more about that and sort of the, the meals that especially mean a lot to your family? There's definitely a few secret ingredients to the recipes. You've got the pasta and parmigiana as well. There's a secret recipe. And you cook it the way that you normally would, but then you always add the... There's always a little touch in different families that you add to it. There are a couple of their Salvi's restaurants in Manchester city centre. There's a couple to choose from and you've got the deli as well. Have you spent uh, much time in those restaurants? Is that where you have learned to cook, you know, from the chefs or is it very much at home? No, it's in the restaurant. (laughs) Definitely in the restaurant. Because at the deli as well, we get all of the pasta and sauces from there as well. And like the cakes and the hams and... I think that's where I started eating all the different stuff. I think if I was just mainly at home, I would be quite picky eater. But because we've been going to the restaurant since they were open, the food, um, yeah, I've definitely learned how to, like even the flavours of it, like I pick up on the flavours and then I try to get back to the dish that I make at home as well. Yeah, how much time do you spend in the restaurants then? We definitely go a few times a week. Even to the deli now, even because we're locked down there, we still go and get some stuff from the deli sometimes because it's still open. And after school, I just go whenever I can. The more time you spend there, I suppose, you've you've really managed to build up on your skills as well. As you've gotten older, what kind of things do you enjoy making now as as you've sort of learned more? I like doing fish dishes. I'm still learning how to cook. I kind of learn as I go. So say we were doing a live on Friday, I would learn that dish as we cook with it. So I don't sit there for hours and research about it. I do it and then I just kind of pick it up as I go. I don't really, I'm not really the type to just sit down and read a book about it. I like being very physical with stuff. I think that's the best way to learn, isn't it? if you're if you're doing it yourself and you can kind of learn from mistakes as well can't you and just rather than as you say just just going through a book and it sounds like you've got the biggest experts around you anyway who could probably tell you more than than a a book could as well tell me a little bit about the uh tutorials that you started doing was that at the beginning of lockdown when that started tell me a bit about the inspiration behind that yeah so um it was at the very first lockdown we were quite bored just sat at home and we just decided because it wasn't just us in that situation it was everybody so we thought we'd cheer everybody up because they'd all be missing salvers as well all the customers so we decided to do a one-off and then it just kind of turned into an everyday thing first lockdown we did it all throughout that and then this lockdown we've been doing them on and off just because I've been more busy with school and like the deli is still open as well we still do them but not as often as we did in the first lockdown yeah how did you enjoy staying busy through that because I think we all found ourselves with a you know a lot more extra time on our hands was that a good way of still doing something productive and I guess still learning something new as well yeah it was definitely we definitely used our time with that because by the time we'd been preparing for it in the day and then it came to the time we did it then it'd be tea time already we made a full day out of it every day and it's just nice to spend time with my dad as well because he's usually at the restaurants and he's never spent this time at home so it was nice to do that as well with him did you feel nervous at all doing these tutorials because I think that takes quite a lot of confidence to stand in front of a camera I'm a journalist myself and I can't I can't do that I would I would get quite nervous and knowing that people are watching me especially when you, you're basically showing off your skills how did that feel the first few times that, uh, that you did it 
first time I was nervous, but as we got further into it, like 10 minutes into it, then I, I did what I wanted. <laughs> I wasn't nervous. But then that definitely brought out my confidence because I was quite shy before. But then from doing this, I've definitely grown in my confidence a lot. Doing these tutorials and also the years that you've spent in the restaurant, has that made you more passionate about food and want to follow it as a career do you see yourself working in in the restaurants yeah so I definitely had to own my own restaurant and be a chef in there and then also next year I can start working because I'm 13 so I'd have to be straight in the restaurant but yeah I just always wanted to be in a restaurant or in a kitchen so I definitely be a chef have you spent much time in Italy then you learned much from over there yeah uh, my nana lives over there in Pompeii so whenever we go all she comes over here we always cook together and she usually just fills the house with pasta when she makes it you can't even sit down because there's pasta literally everywhere but yeah I definitely pick a lot up from Italy because there's more flavors there than there is in England because you've got the Italian restaurants but in Italy different parts of Italy have different flavors that they like to cook with so it's definitely you definitely get more range of Italian food there. Yeah, what do you think the choice is like in Manchester when it comes to great places to eat, particularly Italian places, and being able to get that really authentic food? There's not many places that are very authentic. It's mainly just more, you don't really focus on the flavours, it's more about how quick it is. But I think that's the special thing about Saudis, though, because it's so authentic, it, you use all the fresh basil, the garlics, the onions, mozzarella, and everything comes from Italy. So we don't buy it in England. It all comes over from Italy, like the mozzarella, the hams, everything. It just comes all over from Italy. So it's not the flavour in Manchester, it's misty. I think you can tell with the taste as well. I mean, I think that's why my my favourite Italian restaurant in Manchester is Salvi's. I think you can kind of tell the difference really, as you say, really fresh food and, uh, you know, all the ingredients are obviously beautiful. Mm-hmm. With, with the deli as well, I mean, I guess that does mean that you, you can try I mean I would never be able to recreate the dishes to the salvi standard but <laughs> I do like going and, and you know cooking um, my own stuff from the deli so it is good that there are places where you can buy those ingredients for your own home cooking too isn't it yeah definitely especially now in lockdown though because the restaurants aren't open so it's nice to be able to recreate their dishes at home and like you can be a bit more fussy when you go to the restaurant <laughs> yeah well, what's it been like being in a family where food is such a big thing and you've got the restaurants a lot of this year all hospitality has had to close what's that been like you mentioned earlier with the tutorials they started really because you all had a a lot more time on your hands yeah um I think definitely because restaurants had been closed and like shops and stuff usually on a Friday you go shopping or you go and get a meal but because we're in lockdown we can't so I think it's just more about bringing like the outside to inside so you've got all the favorite restaurants and you can make them at home that's what we enjoyed about it because nobody really knew the recipes to the dishes that we make at Salvi's but because we were doing the tutorials everybody knew the secret ingredients and how to make it as well and again how simple it is to make it the schools have gone back this week have you gone back to school as well no I'm going back tomorrow I got my test today are you gonna miss being able to cook at home so much and being back to regular lessons how do you feel about that yeah I'd well stay at home yeah I'm gonna miss it but again I'm gonna have the food in my lunch boxes at home when I come back and I can still cook as much as I want so it definitely affects it but not as much as it would if people are working from say nine till six yeah and I, I guess it's another step forward and another week closer isn't it to the restaurants reopening which you must all be very very excited about yeah definitely excited for the restaurants to open and my dad can go back to work (laughs) (laughs) you just have to be at home again
Right, so do you want to, uh, we can move on to the tutorial now. So to make pasta, it's best to have zero, zero flour. You can do it with normal flour. Not going to turn out the same consistency, but it doesn't really matter. You still got the same flavour there. So you'll need 100 grams of flour and 50 millilitres of water. It can vary depending if you've got the measurements correct, but always have like some water or flour extra just in case you need it. Okay, well, I will start by doing 100 grams of flour then. And then every 100 grams you add, say we're doing it, 200 grams, I'd say that's four small portions. You'd have 100 millilitres of water. So it doubles every time. Does it need to be warm water or is it just room? Temperature. temperature. Yeah. So the first thing you'll need, you'll need both your ingredients. That's the only thing you need first. So you're gonna do a hole in the middle, so it's like a volcano. Yeah. And then in there you're gonna add all of your water. Doesn't matter if it overflows, it's not the end of the world. And then, and then you can start with a fork or you can start with your hands, but fork's probably better just so you don't get as dirty. Yeah. So you're gonna go from the outside to the inside, covering all the water with the flour. So just like you mix in, but you wanna try and keep it all together as well. So it shouldn't, I'd say two minutes mixing and then we can go on to the hands, knead it a bit, and then the shapes we can start making. I always thought that you needed egg in pasta dough. That's not the case then. So you do need egg. It depends what pasta you're making. So if you're doing ravioli with a pasta machine, you use egg because the dough turns out stronger. Mm-hmm. So it's egg pasta and that makes it, gives it a yellowy colour. Um, but water is to do it when you're making like cavatelli, which is what we're making today. So that's just when you use it with your hand. Uh, this one, say water and flour is the original one because many, many years ago, people didn't have any money. So, you know, during the war, things like that, they only had the flour and water. That's why our mums or our grandmas used to make pasta. Oh, see. And then up north, like, like Emilia Romagna, that's where the tagliatelle come from. That's where they start to put the eggs in. They were richer. They had more money up north than south of Italy. So they had an egg in to make it a bit more thick, the pasta. So ravioli, tagliatelle, farfalle, all things like that. It's better with the egg pasta. So now all the water should be mixed in. You can start with your hands. So again, like you did with the fork, go from the outside to the inside and squeeze all of the flour and leftover dough into it. Try and get as much as you can. Don't matter if you don't get it all, but try and get as much as you can. Yeah, it's coming together quite nicely. Yeah, it's very easy, especially if you do it with a fork because you don't get as dirty. You're going to have a few crumbs, but you can use that as the base. Just yeah, to... If you put a little bit more water, you can... Yeah, if you put a bit more yeah. water, you can, but you don't have to. It doesn't really matter. How you does don't... this look to you? Is that... Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Now you can start kneading it on your worktop and just bringing it all together. So you're kneading it like you do with bread. Yeah. How long do you need to knead it for then? I'd say two minutes. It's better to knead it for longer, but you don't want to knead it too long that it all starts to crumble. Yeah, this is definitely much tidier than doing it with egg. I've tried yeah, that definitely. before. And it's, a, it's a very messy <laughs> job that takes up a lot of the uh, kitchen counter. Yeah, especially if you do it with the machine as well and you're rolling it all out, it takes ages. Yeah. And then once you've got most of it off together, you can start. So you get it in a bowl and then you put your fingers in the middle and just fold over okay. and then squeeze. And then just do that on either side. So how old were you when you first learned about this technique? Did you say you were four? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I've That's been, very young. Yeah, I've probably been cooking before I could even walk. <laughs> because it's just, it's always been around. It's not like I've not learned it by myself. It's been around, so I just picked it up as I grew. Because recipes now, I'm starting to use fish more, meats, because I'm learning the cooking times and like how long to cook it for. So it's definitely, you don't learn it all at once. You learn it as you progress in cooking. Is there anything that you still find really tricky that is still a bit of a, a nightmare to you to do? Yeah, um, egg pasta, definitely. <laughs> Even like 
the parmigiana I love it and it's easy to make but it's just if you skip a step then it can go wrong even with making pasta sauce sometimes you forget to put the garlic in and then you forget the salt and pepper so it just goes wrong after that you definitely just got to keep going you don't really give up I think, I think she, she knows the basic now I think the only thing you gotta do now is put things together because when most of the time she cooks with me so I, I can go step by step because that's my job we see and she's you know she's learning and slowly yeah. slowly you get that it's, it's more to get things together you know you put the pasta the sauce yeah. and then you go to fry the garlic we've got to remember you got the pasta in there yeah it's about like time that. as well it's timing time, yeah. time is very important in it i was just gonna uh, ask your dad how much he enjoys cooking with you i love it because you, you know what it is she, she follows me and then we, I, I think the same way i done it my mom done it with me i try to give the test first so we know exactly what pasta with vongole should be testing or octopus and do you. We know what, what that you need to be tested. So when you cook, you need to reach that flavor. That, that flavor. So and then, then seeing I've been so young, it's easy because she hasn't got experience and, and the test is all new for her. Uh, you know, it's the same thing, you know, when we open we opened the first restaurant, uh, we had we on the wine list. I like the wine, but I'm not English. So I would I would give it to my wife to try to say if English palate, you know, people English people love that. And then she always agree what I was choosing, but I want her opinion as well. Because I know what something is going to taste like, but somebody new need to test as well. Because it might be good for me, but it won't be good for yeah. nobody else. When when did so, you open the first restaurant? It's about 10 years now. So the first one the in the first one change was 10 the years ago. Was the deli? I don't know if you remember. We had the deli, and then we only had like uh, seven tables. And then uh, you know people come in the deli and then choose, and then we used to cook for them. You know, even pick, pick up the pasta from the shelf. So oh, I want this pasta. We used to cook for them. So it, it, it was very small. It was very homely. It was very one to one. Was nothing big scale like we do now. To be honest, I used to love that. You know, I, I used to love to have a small place and go in and talk to everybody. And then you know, it was seven tables, but like on Saturday nights. Everybody was talking to everybody, you know. It was like just table by table. It become a big, you know, like they come to my house and I cook for them. All my friends coming around my house. It was exactly the same vibe. But that's that's why I think we done so well. You know, we always kept the same quality. We never changed. You know, we never, we never because we gone big. We buy, you know, cheaper stuff. We always got better and better and better. So we always keep the same standard. That, you know, I, I think that's very important in business. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think when you talked about the, um, you know, the atmosphere that you had from the beginning, where it feels more like you're, you're coming over to, to eat in someone's kitchen and everyone knows each other. I, th- I mean, I only moved to Manchester in 2017. So I've, I've only been going to Salvi's for a few years, but I can still get that sense there. It still very much feels like yeah. you're in a very small, authentic place. Um, awesome. And so more like more like home cooking, really, than, you know, churning out meal after meal after meal and more about, you know, quality. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, what I want to give to, to the customer is what you eat at home. I could easily buy mozzarella in England and give it to you, but I go direct in Italy to get where my mom buy it. You know, whatever she put on the table, that's what you get in, in Manchester in our restaurant. But I took off. Shushing your dad. <laughs> yeah. um, What's the next step then for the okay. dough? So you're going to roll it into a ball and it's now been sitting for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can start. So just quarter, quarter off, just rip it off. It doesn't really matter. And then you're just going to roll it into a worm. Try and get it um, as thin on either side. So it's not uneven. It always takes a long distance. But <laughs> you want to try and get it as thick as I'd say like your fingers. So not yeah. too thin, but then not. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So and then with that, you're going to need a knife or a fork just to cut bits of it off 
So then you're going to get probably your little finger and then you're going to try and get it the same size as the top of it. They don't need to be perfect every time, but you're going to do that until you've finished all of the dough. And it's just so easy as well. You don't need any equipment to do it. You can do it with your hands. You don't really need a knife box yeah I'm amazed at how straightforward this is as I said I've made pasta before but with egg and then you've got the pasta machine as well and there's it seems like a lot longer of a, of a process yeah. and as I said a lot messier as well yeah so now the shape that we've got just little squares you're gonna they just need your thumb for this bit so you're gonna get the edge of it get the edge of your thumb pop it on the edge of the dough and then you're going to put all your weight on it and push forward, push and roll. Is it supposed to look like that or is that? Yeah, yeah. perfect. Do that with all of them. They don't all need to be perfect. And the shape is called cavatelli. This is probably one of my favourite shapes and one of the easiest because when you add the sauce to it, all the sauce goes on the inside. As long That's as you've got them around cool. the same shape, the same square size, then they'll all have the same cooking time. And then if you did want to do a sauce later, you can you can do it with butter and basil, which is sauce that I mention all the time. But it's definitely the nicest sauce. Or you could just do it with a nice tomato sauce as well. Or meat. Meat's very nice with it, like if you were going to do a ragu with it, because all the meat and the sauce goes on the inside of it. And then it all stays in there. And then every bite you take, you've got a bit of sauce. And then also the cooking time as well, it's you've not got a specific cooking time like you do with a packet pasta. It's just as soon as it floats to the top, you leave it another minute or so. Three minutes, four minutes max, I'd say, for the pasta cooking. So it's all of it, it's very easy, it's very quick to do. So you could do this if you're hungry, you'd do it in 10-15 minutes. Yeah, I can't believe how quick this is. You literally use your fingers. You could do it without, you could just do it on your worktop without a bowl. It's good if you don't want to wash up as well. I mean, it's cheap yeah. as well, yeah. Well, yeah, as you said, very cheap. Everybody has flour at home. Water, it's... It's got to be zero, zero flour. Got to be zero, zero flour, though. You can't That's do easy enough flour. to get. Yeah. They have it everywhere now. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure they also have it at Salvi's Deli as well. Would you be able to pick some up from there if anyone listening yeah. has the urge to make some pasta? Yes, you're definitely able to pick it up from us. I think uh, we can leave it there if, if all the pasta's done. And I um, feel like we've, 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 got, we've got a lot out of this conversation. Thank you so much for your time, Sienna. It's been absolutely lovely. I wish that I was as, well, even now, as keen to explore new flavours and food. I think I just ate turkey dinosaurs until I was 12. So <laughs> you're, doing you're doing very well. So yeah, um, I'll say bye and thanks to your dad as well. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Well, there you have it. I know not many cooking tutorials are done purely through audio, so if you fancy trying out the pasta-making method Sienna taught me, but want a bit more of a visual, I've put a video of it on my IGTV on my Instagram page, Liz Eats Local. If you haven't been to Salvi's and now realise how much you are missing out, they are now taking bookings for their outside terrace at the Corn Exchange. It's going to be open from the 12th of April. Also, their deli is already open and it's great for proper Italian pasta sauces, really nice high quality meat you might not find in supermarkets like Guanciale and of course beautiful desserts including cannoli. So yeah go and support them and again thank you for listening.